What's up? It's Mike Fitz from the band Bad Marriage, and you are listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. One, two, There we go. I'm Bruce. That's my part in the arena. Hey guys, where are you? I'm Mike. I'm uh in in our shuttle bus. Um, we are in Oklahoma. We got a show tonight with uh, we're on that tour with Enough's Enough and um right uh, the, the Choir Boys. So yeah, we got about a four hour drive starting around eleven o'clock. So you know, yikes! How are you dealing with this? How are you dealing with this insane weather? Well, uh, where are you guys out of? I'm in Richmond. Rena's in Finland. Oh, awesome. Well, it's really hot here. I mean, we actually drove through a tornado the other day somewhere. Oh, wow. I forget where we were. Yeah, it was insane. Like, literally, we drove right through it. It was crazy. Like, but, you actually um, saw the spinning air and everything? Yeah, we, we like, posted pictures and stuff. It was, oh, wow. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. and they, you know, it was all over the news and stuff. But we were all fine. It was just crazy for about half an hour. But um, it's just been crazy hot, and we got five shows in Texas starting tomorrow. So <laughs> we got we got decent AC in this thing, and uh, so we'll be all right. You do anything different to try and keep up with the uh, the weather or the heat? Not really. Just uh, you know, just make sure we we have a generator in the back here in the bus that cools the 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 area down where where we can hang out, and the front well, someone's driving is cool. So it's, you know, just hang in there. I'm used to it. We're used to the, the hot the hot summers. Right. How's the shows going so far? They've all been pretty great. Um, the last one we did was uh, a festival we jumped on. So the touring package I mentioned, we jumped on with Winger and um, Winger and Orianthe. It was outside. It was pretty cool. Um, but they've all been really cool. We've been we've been uh, we've been doing well, getting new fans, selling a lot of merch, and rocking out. So it's been fun. Nice, Rita. Yeah. Well, you guys have been together since 2015, right? Yeah, so about that, yeah. We're, we're kind of nearing the, the first decade uh, milepost. So how would you maybe describe the, like, um, uh, what's the word? <laughs> the, the, like, cycle of drama or, like, how, how it has, like, progressed well, within the 10 years? As long as we keep climbing, whether it's baby steps or big steps, just uh, you know, I tell the guys, as long as number one, we're having fun, right? As long as everybody on the team wants to be on the team and is positive. And, and as long as I know they, it sounds cliche, but as long as the, uh, the good, you know, outweighs the bad of being in this band, you know, I mean, it's not always financially great. It's not always, uh, you know, mentally great, but as long as we, we enjoy what we do with writing songs and, and um, playing on stage together. You know, those are the two things that I would I would think keep a band together, you know, um, you know, from the heart. You know, if you if we if we all like the music that we're creating and like each other, you know, you, you, you can't can't hate each other, you know, and uh, everyone's pretty positive. And, uh, you know, we've done some extensive touring the past couple of years. Uh, you know, we've done about 50 shows with Tesla. We just got off a, a tour with Buck Cherry. Um, you know, and now we're doing 23 dates in, in July. I mean, that's, we, we don't really have any days off. And, and if it's a day off, it's, it's a day to travel long hours. It's not a day off to just 
do whatever you want. It's right. okay. It's a day off. Get in the, get in the bus. We got to drive, you know, yesterday we drove 13 hours. So, um, you know, so, but again, as long as the good outweighs the bad, uh, and, and throughout that approaching decade, like you said, as long as we're doing this, we're, we're, we're climbing a little bit, you know, that then we feel like we're, we're, we're progressing. Fair enough. How did you, uh, is the Tesla connection then from opening for them? Cause I know there's a massive Tesla connection here with, uh, yep. with Jeff. Yep. And- you, right. With, with Tommy now on the band and Brian Wheat, but the, yeah, it started where we got a call in the, again, we're from new England. We're from the Boston area. And, uh, we, we would, we were making some waves around there for a couple of years, you know, um, bringing a lot of people to shows and, and we were getting, we were getting the call when a lot of national bands of our genre w- would come in and they needed a local support. So we started doing that, opening up for a lot of different bands. And then we got a call to do three shows with Tesla. Um, one was in Boston, one was in New Hampshire and one was in Maine. And, um, by the second show, their bass player, Brian called us into a room and, you know, was, was basically interested, you know, said he liked the way we carried ourselves and, you know, like the way we founded. And I, I just built a relationship with him from there. And he's been one of my best friends since, and he's helped us out a lot. He, he got us on a, a bunch of big Tesla tours, supporting them or all around the country. Um, uh, so it really helped us. So yeah, that, that did st- start the relationship. And he actually recorded this record, right? He did. He produced it and, and he co-wrote it he, and, and he recorded and mixed it. Um, and then I was the, the mastering engineer on it. So yeah, it was awesome to have him because, you know, before that I did everything I, I, I mixed and, and produced everything. So it was good to have a different, different mindset on, on some, some songs. Right. Rita. Well, you said that, um, even though it isn't always financially or mentally great, but we all know that, you know, being in a band really is financially great. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> please elaborate on the not mentally great. Uh, what kind of challenges or, or obstacles have you have you come across in that sense? Just, you know, uh, just, just, no, I mean, not to be vague, but just life. You know, everyone has their own situations back home, right? So you know, you're going to run into, not everyone's going to be in, you know, the perfect mood every day. You know, someone might be dealing with one of their pets dying right back home or a sick, a family member, or, uh, you know, just a job, you know, maybe looking for a job, maybe getting laid off. Like there's just, there's so much stuff that just comes with life and, and, uh, just being able to deal with everybody when that happens and being there for them and, and just, again, trying to keep the overall mood positive, you know, while on the road and while being in a band for this long. Gotcha. So I've listened to artificial minds and I'm blown away. This is kind of right up my wheelhouse. I grew up in that sort of, sort of genre. What's been the response to it so far from the fans and from listeners? Yeah, well, it's still very new. You know, it's been done for a while because we, we kind of, spearheaded that whole thing during the COVID kind of lockdown, shutdown stuff, the regulations. That's when we took the time. We're like, we got to do something. So we flew to Sacramento from Boston and that's when we started recording it. And that's when Jeff Keith came and, and, and sang on, on three of the tunes. And um, so, you know, it's been done for a while, but it's, it's nice to finally have it out. So it is brand new to people. Um, 
the response has been great. You know, we, we, we do have a lot of songs that we like from our old catalogs that we play live, but we play three, uh, three of those five songs live pretty consistently and people love them. Um, but I think it's still very new to people. I think, you know, uh, we've been selling a ton of CDs. I know it probably sounds funny, but a lot of people still buy CDs and, um, we've been moving, moving them by the dozen each show. And, and to us, that's a lot. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I think the, the response is going to continue to be pretty good. That's good. And selling that merch keeps you guys on the road, right? Keeps the gas in no. the tank. Yeah. You have no idea. We had a very good night at that, um, festival the other night with winger and uh on march we just we we really did well so that you know that that obviously refreshes our positive minds too when, when we do really well and you know because then you know you, you got full gas tanks for for a while you got some you know hotels and you, you know you can splurge a little bit on some food and so it's pretty cool glamorous <laughs> exactly I have seen that a lot of uh, venues now, I don't know if it's happening here in the U.S. or it's mostly overseas, where the venues are taking like a quarter or 25% of the, the merch. <laughs> have you run into that yet? We have. Um, I only think we ran into it once on this tour, but it happened a lot um, on the, the Tesla tours because they were bigger venues. You know, we were playing 1,500 to 2,500 seaters on those Tesla uh, tours. Um, so, uh, you know, I think... I, you can equate that sort of stuff to the bigger, more corporate style venues. Um, a lot of times though, they give the openers breaks on that or just kind of walk by your table. Cause you know, some, some people get it. They realize that you're not really getting paid much from these uh, shows and, and your survival relies on, on merch sales, you know? Right. So we, 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 have, we didn't get, we haven't got shaken down too much by that kind of stuff, but you know, if we do get, uh, you know, get to be a, a bigger band. And, and, you know, I'm sure that's going to affect us at some point. Wow. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today, such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out every Monday. How do you how do you feel about that whole policy? Like, do you think it's granted? I mean, okay. no, I mean, well, I mean, I don't, it's, it's never good, especially when, you know, it's, it's a tough topic because, you know, the venue's providing you the place to play, but if you're not getting paid and the ticket sales are crazy high, I don't know. I, I, I think that a band should keep their merch money. I just do. Um, but again, it's, it's uh, there, there's pros and cons and it's just, it's a, it's, it's a slippery slope with that conversation. But, you know, ultimately I would just like to keep our own, our own uh, profit on merch because we have to buy all the merch. You know what I mean? We built the, we built the business. And so it's, it's tough, but 
We'll see what happens. Raina? That was me right there. All right. So <laughs> that was you right there. So let's get into the record then. When you guys were writing Bad Marriage, you said you did it sort of during the pandemic. Was it a, an opportunity to get together and bounce ideas off each other, like in a room? Or because of the pandemic, were you emailing everything back and forth? Uh, a little of both. But I, I had been going to visit Brian Wheat from Tesla. You know, like I said, he, he became my buddy. So we would just hang out. And then when we finally agreed, uh, you know, we had this idea of him producing an EP. You know, it was kind of a test. Um, I've been asked before, why, why didn't you do a full length? Um, you know, and it was just, hey, let's do an EP um, and let's see how well we work together. You know, uh, because, you know, I, again, I, I was producing and writing most of the stuff myself. Um, and to have a different entity come on, you never know how it's going to work. And it actually worked really well. You know, Brian's obviously... Uh, he's been in one of, you know, he's in one of the most legendary bands in my eyes and, and they, he's written some amazing songs. So I was happy to have him on board and so wasn't the guys. Um, but I, you know, I think I went alone to his house one, the one time and we started, you know, I started playing him some, um, you know, guitar arrangement things or ideas and stuff that I had on my phone. Um, and I, you know, I probably went through 20 of them and, he picked out five or six that he liked and we ended up using a couple of those little ideas. And then when we, then the next time I went and saw him, I, I brought our singer, Johnny. Uh, we did more of that kind of stuff. Um, they, they worked on vocal melodies on some ideas and it just kind of went from there. And uh, yeah, it just came together like that. You said that you've normally been doing everything yourself. Was it difficult to turn it over to him? I know he's, you know, legendary or whatever, but was it right. difficult to turn your, not really because not not really i mean when you're when you have a bunch of creative minds it, it can be really great or it can be really frustrating but it was it was good um he worked us really good um you know he and, and again i'm learning from him you know he, he's got so much more experience than from uh, than me so uh i just kind of sat back and um you know he would ask me a lot of stuff my thoughts of of, of you know stuff and and he listened uh, to what I had to say, whether he, you know, kept that idea or not, but, um, I just learned a lot. So I, I embraced it. Nice. Yeah. Rena. Where'd you get those glasses, man? <laughs> it's funny. Uh, these are just, these are uh, Ray-Ban, but the green lens are pretty cool. They're just yeah, regular, exactly. regular Ray-Ban aviators. Yeah. Um, it is and so you sunny. You can't go wrong with the aviators. If yeah. I never want to show my... I, I, met, I never want to show my lack of sleep baggy uh, eyes, so I just throw <laughs> on the glasses. What do you guys have planned after this run? Are you still going to be on the road? So we have a bunch of different shows that have been booked. Um, I don't know if you're going to get into the Tommy Skio thing um, from Tesla. He's just joined our band, but um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to implement writing with him. Um, we, we already have, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Um, you know, really, really, um, dive into, you know, having him in my recording studio and, and, uh, you know, we have a bunch of ideas already. He's got a bunch of old ideas. I got old ideas. We're going to write some new stuff. And so, yeah, we're going to, we're going to work on new material with him. Um, is he doing double duty? Uh, what do you mean? Double duty? Is he playing with you guys and Tesla? No, he hasn't been in Tesla. So he was in Tesla God, for 20, 20 plus years, but he is the original member guitar player, but 
they've gotcha. had Dave, they've had Dave Rude uh, in the band, I think since like 2007 ish, 80. I'm, you know, don't quote me on that, but right. you know, it, it's been a while since Tommy wasn't in that band. Um, but um, we're, we're happy to have him in our band because he's, he's just, he's, he's a really good dude and he's an insanely great guitar player. He's creative. So he's, how did uh, you come across him if he wasn't actually on the road with you guys? Yeah, that's yeah. just a, yeah, crazier story. But we, Bad Marriage was playing the, the Monsters of Rock Cruise. Tommy was in a band at the time um, when was playing on the same cruise. So I just, I, you know, I, I'd never met him in person. So I just walked up to him. I think he was in like the casino area, just walking around. And I, I just introduced myself to him and we became friends. And uh, it just kind of went from there. We kept in touch. Um, and and then, uh, yeah, we just started uh, talking, sharing guitar parts. And and uh, I had posted a, a video of me working on a new song on Facebook. And he commented on it saying, oh, well, I, you know, I really dig that riff. So I I just said, hey, why don't you play some lead guitar on it? And I sent him the entire song. You know, it didn't have any vocals on it, but it was pretty, pretty done. And he uh, he, he sent me guitars back and it just kicks ass. So that's that's um, we're looking forward to, to putting that song out, too. That's great. And yeah. then so getting back to what you said. So the rest of the year, you're going to you've got other. Yeah. Shows. So, so, yeah. I mean, we, hopefully we get some more touring opportunities. Um, I don't know if it'll happen you know, with the rest of this year, maybe it will, but, uh, we have a bunch of shows booked, um, you know, uh, you know, just one-offs or weekend stuff and, um, yeah, just re record new music and, and put out another album. I mean, that's the goal with Tommy. Uh, so you, are you one of those bands that it's always writing when you're on the road or wherever you are, or do you just take on the road on the road? It's a little more difficult, but when I'm home, that's all we do. You know, we, we, we rehearse a lot and, and I, you know, again, I have my studio right where we practice. So right. it's, it's, uh, I can, we can get ideas down really quick. So we, you know, so songs come together pretty quick for us. It's, that has never really been a problem. We have a lot, a lot of material. Right. That brings me to the end of mind. Rena, what you got? No, I'm just maybe fishing for some, some road dirt. So if you got any, any <laughs> juicy anecdotes from, from all this plain live, please do share. Yeah. I, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy. This tour has been pretty awesome. I mean, both bands, the choir boys from London um, and enough's enough um, have just been amazing. Um, it's been a camaraderie, a family, you know, we, we hang out every, you know, whenever we, we're off stage and, you know, when we see each other at the gig, if we're not, if we're not staying at the same hotel, when we see each other, when we're loading in, like today, we'll, we'll see each other at three, everyone, big hugs. And it's this, this tour has been, been very, very good. Um, and uh, you know, other than it being real hot, losing, we lost some AC for a while. So that, that kind of sucked, but that's never, you know, other, other than that, just keeping everyone together. Like I, like I mentioned earlier, keeping everyone on the same page mentally and, you know, picking right. everyone up if they get down for a little bit. And, but yeah, there hasn't been any crazy dirt yet or any catastrophes or anything <laughs> like that. So my, my fingers are crossed. Yeah. Hey, for the next interview, just like, you know, get ready, stick your dick in a burrito or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If fans <laughs> want to find you guys, where do they, uh, you want to give us your socials? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the two I mentioned is our regular website. It's a uh, bad marriage music.com. Um, that's, you can find everything from there. You know, we, we, all of our merchandise and our shows and stuff. And, um, we have, we have our official Facebook page. It's just, I think it's Bad Marriage Band. 
Um, and, but I, you know, the coolest thing about Facebook is we have a private group called, um, bad marriage society. And it's a, it's a fan, it's a private fan page. So, uh, we keep it private, not public. So if people want to be there, they're there, you know, they, they're there if they want to be there, I guess. Um, and we're, all, you know, all the band members are constantly chiming in, um, you know, talking to our fans and just saying hello and posting stuff. So it's, it's a, it's, a, it's definitely a fun place to be. It's a great community. And, uh, you know, I think we got about 3000, a little over 3000 people on there. So it's, nice. it's fun. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a good way to connect with everyone and people really like it. Sweet. I think that's going to bring me to the end then. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. You got it. Hey, Thank be well. Yep. Travel safe, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Lovely meeting you. Have a great day, Mike. Cheers. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.